Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino and I'm here with one of my favorite people on earth. Did you know that you're one of my favorite people on earth? Uh, no, but I'm happy about it. I don't really, there's not, I don't have lots of favorite people, more favorite animals, but um, you're one of my favorite human beings. You're definitely a human being and not a homo sapien, homo sapien. So I appreciate that. We're on, we got Billy on. Billy, you've had a career change. Were you uh, shocked on this, uh, this change of career and how's it going? And it must be fun because, you know, I'm a big fan of plants. So are you learning more about plants and how good they are for our pets? Yeah, I mean, it obviously, you know, it was uh, a somewhat unexpected change, but it's been absolutely great since I've started, um, you know, with Green Juju. And it was really the place that I picked to go specifically, um, not only because uh, Kelly, the owner, is an amazing person and is amazing to work with, um, but also I saw it as an opportunity to kind of further, you know, my own personal mission, but in a, in a slightly different way. And that, and that mission is to help as many animals as possible so that, you know, be it the, the dog parent who's feeding kibble because of budget restrictions or because it's easier or, you know, the, the, all the way from that to, you know, the super nerdy, um, you know, nutrition raw feeder. I, my goal is to get healthy food into all of those, you know, those types of diets. And so, so far, it's been really cool. Um, you know, I always talk about my favorite part of the job being R&D. So, you know, we've been working on some cool stuff and we got some other cool stuff in the pipeline. And I think, um, you know, being here too, to already support the great products that, you know, quite frankly, I've been using for, you know, many years myself um, has been great as well. So uh, it was an unexpected change, but one that has been uh, much better than I could have anticipated. Good. And those of you who don't know Billy, Billy used to be the nutritional science director, I believe. For, is that what your title was with answers? But you've also been in the raw food, food and nutrition realm since 2010, right? Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, I was, for most of my career, I was the nutrition science director. I actually ended as a vice president there, um, which is my current title at, at uh, Green Juju. But yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I, I sort of have been trucking along since, like you said, about 2010. Um, I got my dog in 2006. And so obviously I've been interested in nutrition since that point, but have been doing it to some degree in regards to, you know, part-time career to full-time career to, you know, obviously it's turned into something completely different now. And I always just feel very lucky to do exactly what I do and, and to, you know, I, I feel like the luckiest person in the world. So awesome. That's awesome. Um, what are, what are some of the things that when you came over to green juju and started, I mean, I guess you knew a little bit about some of these wonderful vegetables because of your experience, you know, working with answers, have you learned anything more about the power of some of these veggies now that you've been at green juju? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I would, I would call it more of a process of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Reaffirming 
um, an original stance, which I think is important because people get confused when it comes to say vegetation uh, versus not vegetation. And I think there's a lot of, you know, butting heads in that, in that realm of nutrition when it comes to dogs, you know, and do they, should they get plants? Should they get, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different varieties to this, but what it's really helped me to appreciate is using plants for what plants are good at. So um, the problem is that most people associate plants with certain types of processed pet foods where they're using plants for the thing that doesn't really work or they're not very efficient at i.e. protein and fat in most cases. Mm -hmm. So you're, you don't want your dog to get their protein or fat from a plant source. So I think people have said like, well, plants are bad and they've kind of swung too far in the plants for fiber, for um, antioxidant content, for those, you know, those specific, you know, we're really into colors and antioxidant pigments and how those specifically work in the body. Um, and so, you know, obviously you can look at the science and clearly see that that dogs are benefiting from plants. And so, um, you know, I think being able to teach people on that distinction and be able to get more into, you know, the antioxidant contents of these, it, of these specific plants, you know, and how they're working, but also just getting back into the realm of um, food is complicated and food is, you know, many, many different chemicals and substances and, and how do they relate to each other. And, you know, it really goes back to the fact that we can't recreate that yet. And we need whole foods. You know, there was a study that just is all over my, you know, Instagram feed today um, about leftovers and about, you know, them about dogs getting less allergies when exposed to different foods. Well, duh, you know, I, I saw a, um, and just side note, I saw an interesting thing come up in my Google news feed that said like study shows that fermented foods might increase or uh, tend to increase, you know, microbiome diversity. It's like, you think <laughs> maybe adding more bacteria will increase diversity. I don't know. That might be a thing. Um, so there I went off on you a know, tangent. And I, wa <laughs> I watch my dogs in my backyard you know, go up to certain plants and eat them. I mean, my lemongrass in my backyard gets chewed up by my dogs every single day. I've watched my dogs show other dogs, you know, while they'll sit there and watch them eat it and be like, what are you doing? So, I mean, you've, you've got to know that these plants have these wonderful benefits. And then, as you know, Nina, my Doberman who has osteosarcoma, of course, I'm feeding her, you know, these vegetables that have um, actual cancer fighting compounds um, like our kale, which I know is a big ingredient and in green juju and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. So they have wonderful benefits for our pets. And I think it's funny to think that a dog wouldn't eat vegetables. Of course, they're going to eat vegetables and they're well, going to love them. Well, yeah. And, and the other thing too, is, you know, Kelly innovated something in that part of the industry that really no one else is doing, which is, you know, the, to process those out, obviously most people are grinding them up because they need to break down the cell walls, but we're actually juicing them and then adding the pulp back, which actually pre pre digest them more, um, you know, in regard to that. And also too, I mean, you can look at, if you look at, you know, dogs came from a common ancestor with the gray wolf, right? If you look at wolves and et cetera, they're eating plants, you know, but that 
you know, one of the things I, in, in terms of nutrition and, and one of the things I look at with my own dog's diet, for sure, as that I, you know, formulate myself and what we want to do with green juju is let's not try to recreate the diet of a wolf because we don't think that is the best possible diet. That is a great starting place, but we can do better than that. You know, we can do, we can do better. Tell me, and you can't tell me Blanche, who's a Shih Tzu, you know, she has evolved. She is not going to have the same diet as, you know, a wolf is absolutely not. She's, you know, almost well, used. <laughs> but even, even, you know, in regards to, um, even in regards to that, it's like, it's still, so let me give you a good example of that. There was a group of beagles that went on to a arthritis, uh, study and they went and they took, um, something called astaxanthin, which is, um, you know, why salmon are pink. It's a certain antioxidant pigment. Um, that's very, very powerful. It breaks the, uh, eye retinal, um, barrier and the, in the blood brain barrier. And they saw this reversal in, um, in most of these beagles, depending on the dose, especially the larger doses, they would see a complete reversal uh, in arthritic in arthritic symptoms. Now, where in the wild would a dog get an astaxanthin supplement? They wouldn't, but that was the right thing for those beagles. I mean, they were living better lives. They were not in pain anymore. And so for me, it's like, you know, when we're introducing foods and especially, you know, some of the things that we're working on, which I'm very excited about, um, you know, and in introducing fermentation, some of these foods, like these are things I think that will work better than, you know, some of the things that happen uh, just in nature. You're just kind of tweaking that and, and, and sort of looking at that. So that's what excites me, that part of, you know, nutrition and how do we innovate and how do we make things, you know, better in the future. And I hope to continue to do that. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how we're going to work together and do some fantastic things together. So when we get back, we'll talk about that. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the US. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. 
stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back, and it's a dog's life with Ann Chardolino, and I'm here with Billy Hochman, and who's now with Green Juju, and we're so excited about that because, as you know, I have um, I'm the founder and owner of CBD Dog Health, which of course is a full spectrum hemp company where we make wonderful things. So we're excited because we get to finally partner with you and talk about plants and holistic healing and kind of tell the stories um, and experiences that we've had healing pets naturally. Um, you know, you've got your your pug, your geriatric girl who's thriving. How old is she now, 14? Uh, she'll actually be 15 in less than a month. So in August? Yep, August 17th. How funny, because Odie will be 15 in September. So that they're very close in, in age our little old dogs. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, Odie, I want to say about age nine is when I started to see him start to experience some arthritis and issues, which is why I created his tincture, which is the ease tincture, which I understand is now one of your favorites. Yeah. Well, I just love the way it smells. First of all, um, whenever I use it, I'm always like, but uh, no, it's definitely made a very, very positive impact, you know, given twice daily to Lua. Um, you know, it's part of the process. Uh, Lua gets a diet, um, you know, rich in, of course, green juju products, but also one that I make at home and is, is essentially um, unlike any diet, I think, of any dog really ever. And I think all of these things help and all of them help in different ways. And what I like to do when I don't know about something is go to the experts. So, uh, you know, in my opinion, you guys do CBD the best. And so that's where I went first when I wanted to, to do this. And I think the, you know, I like the, uh, the similar, the similarities, you know, and using, cause you're, you're doing the same thing as us. You're just using a plant in a different way. That's right. That's exactly how I, and that even when you were at Answers and I met you, I still felt the same way that we were taking, you know, natural things that our pets should have and putting them to good use and educating everyone about how and why we want to do this. So that's why I've been um, so attracted to what you've been doing for so long. And I'm so excited that you love CBD and that it's working so great for Lua. And I love, cause I bring her up all the time. Because normally when you get a dog that's a geriatric dog, they need more CBD, but Lua is extremely sensitive to it. So Mm -hmm. she actually ended up um, doing better on the ease versus on the heel, which is a stronger tincture. So I love that. It was just proof that just because they're older doesn't necessarily mean they need more. And most likely that's probably because she has been fed such an amazing diet and has an amazing immune system. Thanks to you. I honestly, she's the only old dog that I know (laughs) that gets less instead of more. So, which is crazy because, you know, genetically she's from a puppy mill originally. So like, you know, she, she's not, you know, swimming and she's a pug, so she's not swimming in good genetics. So, um, but that's the thing, you know, these are, these are, these are avenues we can take to focus on quality and hope for quantity, right? We want our dogs to live forever, but the real important thing is that they, um, is that they live, you know, their best life and that they live, you know, a quality life. And, you know, I, I think 
Lua has a great, she's a little bit annoyed at uh, the baby situation. We just had a baby, but aside from that, she's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Does she need more CBD because of the baby or? <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of, I think sometimes when Maple's crying, she looks up and she's like, this roommate sucks. Yeah. I mean, so. is anybody going to do, you guys yell at me when I bark too much. Is anybody going to do about <laughs> something about this whiny one? How funny. That is hilarious. So some of the things that uh, we're going to bring to you guys is that we're going to, um, we're cre- we have created an event and we're going to come to certain cities around. So if anybody's interested in learning more about how we've been able to uh, heal not only our pets, but many pets through um, natural you know, supplements, whether it be food or plants. Um, So we'll be announcing that soon. We called it the Heroes of Holistic Healing. And I believe we're going to be in Vegas first um, in August 18th, I believe. Um, So if you are in Las Vegas, you can actually attend the event in person and meet us in person. And or we're also going to make it a live event so that you guys can uh, tune in live and watch and actually ask questions about your pets. Um, I have a question for you. What do you get asked the most by people? I mean, I'm sure it's about diet, but what do you get asked the most? That is a very hard question. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was like, oh, that changed in the past. Now, um, well, I would like to say, though, too, a uh, quick side note about what you were just talking about, you know, about um, Vegas and stuff like that. I think what a great time for us to kind of regather, you know, now that the world's a little bit um, better off than it was obviously last year. And so I'm looking forward to that as well. And, and, um, and also just in general in the next, in, you know, early next year and those types of things in terms of just getting out and seeing people in different cities. Cause it's what I've done my entire career. And I'm just excited to be able to do it with other people because usually it's just, you know, me and Lua on the road and, right. and uh, you know, it's a little bit lonely. So that's going to be really awesome. Um, uh, you know what? I think it's, it's not a specific thing I get asked all the time. I think the thing I get asked about the most is just very, very specific nutrition questions. Right. So people um, I'm starting to definitely get more of, so one of the main goals the green juju is to appeal to, you know, I've, I've already got it down with the 2.0 pet parent, right? I've already got that situation down. Let's talk about the nerdy stuff, but how do you appeal to the people who don't care about nutrition at all? That's, that's my goal. Um, and those, that's obviously a different set of questions, but I would say that, you know, once we get into the real set of questions and, you know, um, I would say in the past year, uh, the one I got the most was how do, how does, how do, do, you know, foods that contain a lot of histamines or excess histamines, you know, does that affect the body's histamine? Um, and again, that's, that's like some real nerd stuff, but, um, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, And and I'm happy to, you know, um, like I, I, I do get the chance to talk to a lot of people. And, and so I don't know if I can give you a specific one, um, but I would say very, very centered specific questions I get, you know, all the time. So. I think that um, most people, of course, are concerned mostly about what their pet, you know, how it, um, you know, where we are, we encourage people to incorporate, if they're on a kibble diet, to incorporate fresh or raw foods to their diet, to the kibble diet. And I just have, I think that's a good way to start, but we're still feeding them synthetics and 
food sure. coloring and whatever. So um, I don't even feel comfortable doing that. Do you? Well, I mean, I know, I know some is better than nothing. Sure. Well, and well, I also me... understand the person on the other side of that. I feel like there's extreme. I feel like there's the kibble and then there's the person who's buying meat and cutting it up and just giving it to them, which those people really need some green juju. But that's, that's true. Well, <laughs> let me, let me, let me give you a piece of data. I think that will, um, that might change your mind or give you or give you some context there because because i i don't disagree that especially you know obviously if they're going to your store and there's kibble in the store it's going to be better right then i don't sell any kibble well there you go well if they go to <laughs> let's say a pets an independent pet store in the country that that does obviously there's going to be varying degrees of quality there right some of them won't contain some of the absolutely terrible things that, you know, being someone who goes to AFCO meetings, you know, knows, you know, too much about that. Um, so there was a, one of the, one of the real, I think, just starting points and premises for Green Juju generally is that there was a study, a Purdue study in 2005 that showed that dogs that eat kibble 100% of the time, but three days a week incorporated dark leafy greens were 90% less likely to get cancer. Wow. And, and if they, if they incorporated yellow and orange vegetables, they were 70% less likely. So I think that's a great starting point for people. And the great thing about, you know, what we're doing is it's easily recognizable. Um, people can, so I, one of the things I was very proud of throughout my career was, you know, really bringing something like raw milk into the, into the forefront in pet food, right? I was on the team that really created that concept in the pet food industry at large, but there's a learning curve there. You know, the average person walks in and goes raw milk. What, what that's weird. And like, you know, um, so the great thing about green juju is you can just, when your people come into your shop, you can show them the back and they'll see the ingredient panel and they'll see the greens. They'll see, you know, the coconut oil, they'll see all this and they'll go, um, Oh, this is healthy. This is like a smoothie. And however you can relate that, let's do it. And the other cool thing about it is you don't even have to, it's just food. So you don't have to, of course, like you can be like me and be like, I'm going to measure out the doses and, you know, do this, but you don't have to, you could just take a spoon and put some on. I mean, it's not, right. you know, it just depends on your dog. It depends on the taste, but, um, it is sort of a hard thing to gather or to walk that line when you know, so you know, when you know so much about nutrition or when you, you know, when you learn more and when you, especially in your case, you know, owning shops where you have groomers, um, you see all of those health problems up close. It's not just someone coming into your store. It's your groomers literally seeing all of those, you know, I think the average pet owner gotten too comfortable with, uh, mild illnesses, you know, oh. Right. Or, or bumps or irritations on their skin. I had no yeah. idea when I started this, when I got into, cause re remember I haven't had the groom shop for, you know, very long. I had no idea this many animals were suffering. So, you know, between, I don't know if you know the story, I bought the groom shop because I was waiting for the farm bill to, to pass. Mm -hmm. So I got bored and bought the groom shop down the street from me, never thinking in a million years that is the best thing I did because I got to see 
how the majority of animals are suffering because of their diets. So now our groomers go, hey, this, uh, this goopy stuff coming out of their ear is most likely caused by what you're feeding them. And we get to the point where we're actually going, um, this is a chicken diet, kibble, let me guess, uh, blue buffalo, chicken and rice. You know, it's almost gotten to that point where we yeah. can just recognize what's wrong with the dogs by what they're eating. And yes, the best thing we could possibly do is turn around a bag of food that's in our shop and show that it's all real food ingredients versus things that you can't even pronounce. Yeah. And I think, you know, that we've just, we've, we have just become too comfortable with, you know, my dog's very healthy, but, you know, has mild arthritis and gets hot spots and, you know, gets a couple of ear infections a year. But I think that's kind of a, an offshoot of our own health and how removed we are from food and how removed we are, you know, from, from that and inflammation and all, all those things that go into that. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, I, I would urge people to do as much as they can. I understand everyone's in a different place and I'm, I'm, you know, the least judgmental when it comes to that. I know people, it's actually funny because I think people assume I'm not just because I'm so passionate about nutrition. I know they um, did the same thing with me. I'm like, I, I am not judging you. I not judging you. I'm not judging you. You have to remember that I started this because I lost my first dog at age seven without having any idea because I did everything my conventional vet told. So yeah, I am absolutely, we are not judging. We're here to help and let you know that there's something better. I don't have dogs that die at six or seven anymore because I know better. And that's all we're trying to do with you guys. Yeah, exactly right. And, and, you know, that's, that's going to be, you know, my, as I mentioned, my personal goal is how do you reach, you know, the people who are hardest to reach. And that's kind of, you know, the other thing too, is I just think it's a whole new fun set of things to learn, um, you know, in regards to uh, the types of stuff we're putting out. Cause I didn't, you know, where I've been in my career is, a, is obviously always going to be a huge part of my legacy. And, and I'm very proud of, you know, the work I did with the people that I worked with there. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm just jumping at the chance to be like, you know, how do we do things differently and how do we do things better and how do we, you know, you know, go about doing that. So it's, I'm excited about that. Hey guy, <laughs> that was strange. Is he gone? <laughs> um, kind oh. of. <laughs> oh, those of you who can see, those of you who are listening, we just had a strange man walk behind him. So that's what we're talking about. But we think he's gone now. Um, we are, what would you think, what would you say is the biggest like aha moment? Like what really made sense to you earlier in your career now? Like to me, the thing that I think bugs me the most is that I think everyone has forgotten that we and our pets have something called an immune system. And that it's there for a reason and that if we feed it and take care of it, it'll take care of us. And I feel like nobody supports that. I feel like most of the things that conventional vet is going to give us is going to hurt or damage our immune system instead of help it. Um, do you have anything like that where you just feel like, I, I, I mean, and, and real yeah. food that we have forgotten what real food is and how to get real food and, and I think the other biggest lesson to me is how we have so much in common with our pets. You know, how I, alike we are. 
I've had, I have, well, first of all, I'd like to say, just because I don't want to throw that guy under the bus, he's actually picking up garbage in the park. He's a pretty good guy, so (laughs) apparently, Um, (laughs) the guy who walked by, but uh, no, I've had so many of those moments, and I think those moments come from an honest place where I think people learn about nutrition, and they learn about, you know, the health of, of dogs and cats. And then they kind of get into a comfortable space. Well, I know a lot, or I know this. And, you know, for me, I've hit so many different plateaus in my career where I've been like, you know, just over the hill, you're like, I don't know anything. You know, there's so much more to learn. And th- those are great moments to be able to do that. The way I'm feeding Lua now is so much different than when I was, you know, feeding her raw food, you know, 10 years ago or something like that. And, um, but my first, um, favorite aha moment that I had in that regard was uh, this was right when I started my career and I was working. um, I was finally getting paid money. I was, you know, had worked for free for two years. So that was good. And one of the two, actually my daughter's um, godmothers who are Jacqueline Hill and Roxanne Stone, who uh, used to be my bosses, who, you know, I continue to be very close with today uh, are very brilliant. And uh, Roxanne, um, the first time I met her, we were in a booth at an environmental show in Oregon. And so I went in and met her, her and her husband. I've been with the company a little while, you know, just hadn't met her in person. And she started talking to someone about nutrition. And I just looked at her and I was like, I don't know anything. Like I just, like she, she absolutely blew my mind. And, you know, that was a big turning point for me where I was like, I walked in kind of being like, well, I know a lot, you know, and I, you know, I, I work with people on diets and, and, you know, there's, there's, I'm going to like butcher this, but there's a quote from uh, one of my favorite um, authors and just general people, his name is Christopher Hitchens, but he said, you know, I want to live my life, um, you know, like I haven't learned enough yet that I can't understand enough. And that's kind of, you know, what spurs me on in those aha moments is like, there's never a point in life where you're going to understand enough. You should always want to, you know, hunger to learn more. So it's, 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 and, and that's also how you fight uh, dementia is that you're constantly figuring things out. You're constantly learning new things that just study. there was a study done on, on that, that if you're, there you go, that and CBD, brain, right? That's right. And CBD <laughs> will help also, but yeah, we, um, I'm, I'm so excited to know you. I, there's nothing more fun than having, um, a big old geek like yourself that I can text and go, Hey, and ask you a question and you're right, right back. And I love that. I love having that. I hope you feel that way about me. If it has anything to do with cannabis and I'm so excited for us to go and do these events because I feel like between the two of us, we could figure out just about anything. And I do. I feel very powerful knowing, understanding cannabis medicine and understanding how real food helps us, how it helps our food, how it helps our immune system and our dog's microbiomes. I really feel like that between the two, um, we could really, I know it will bring relief. I know we're going to get rid of pain and suffering, but I really feel like that it it can really help just about any dog. Would you agree? Yeah. And I think too, that, you know, the other thing that, you know, we're looking at in the near future too, is, you know, how do we bring on the veterinarian community more? You know, I've done work with that in the past and how do we bring on, 
you know, the average person's, you know, ability to get, you know, access to holistic vets and those sorts of things. So, you know, and so I think, you know, with a multi-pronged approach like that and, and saying like, you know, it's the same approach I use in my own life, right? You know, I, I do my own nutrition, obviously, but I have a team of vets that I can go to um, who, you know, all of the, actually, both of them have, I believe, been on this podcast, both <laughs> of my vets, uh, Dr. Doug can even and Sarah Urban. Yep. Um, so feel very fortunate to be within driving distance of both of those individuals. But, um, you know, you know, having someone on your team like Dr. Zach, and, you know, from the limited times I've hung out with him, he's a brilliant person. Obviously, you can tell how smart he is just when you start talking to him. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it's a bright future with, you know, bringing on that kind of stuff and, and being able to actually pair up is going to be amazing. So, yeah, I feel like these vets and I'm sure that they've told you, I know Dr. Urban has, has said this where a lot of holistic or and even integrative vets are looked down upon by the medical community, like they're crazy, like they're weird. So when they meet people like us who are, you know, screaming from the hilltops, what they've probably been talking about for years, it's a wonderful synergy. So finding these amazing integrative vets who do believe in this and are willing to learn just like we are, it's awesome. And we're going to bring as many of those as we can with us on these on this tour to these dates, we're going to go to Las Vegas. I know we're looking at Chicago, New York, going to go to Reno. Uh, we're going to be in Tampa in September. So all of you who know me here in Tampa, we're going to finally have a Florida event. I feel like we have so few here in Florida for pet parents and holistic health. So I'm very excited about that. So stay tuned. Um, I believe it's on the healingnaturallytour.com where all the dates are. And uh, Billy, as usual, thank you for joining me and sharing your knowledge and time. We really appreciate it. And I get to see you here soon this week, don't I? Yes, I'm very excited. It should be, uh, I, I find myself, um, when I go on, just side note, when I go on business trips, I have, you know, one one moment where I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, where's my daughter? I don't know what's happening. And I'll, <laughs> I, it's literally happened to me. I had Lua on the last trip and I looked at Lua and I was like, oh, she's fine. I can okay. see her. She's totally fine. And I was like, wait, that's not Maple. So this is actually my one drawback, but no, I'm very excited to be able to just um, lay out the plans for the future with you guys, so. Good, thank you, Billy. Thanks for joining us. We'll have you back on soon as usual because we love having you and thanks for sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.